What up, what up, what up? What's good, what's good, what's good? It's your girl, V. Henny. Welcome to the Odyssey, where we talk shit about music, entertainment, and the everyday life. Yo, what's good? How we doing? How we doing? Um, First and foremost, I definitely want to just say shout out to everybody who's been liking, subscribing, commenting, sharing. You guys are awesome. Continue to show that support. I'm definitely seeing the support. It's super, it's overwhelming, you know, Um, when you see that. It's, you know, like when you see like visual and then just having that feeling is two totally different things. Like I know I have support. But when you actually see it, it's like it's it, it can be very overwhelming. So I I appreciate you guys very much for it. You know, uh, today will be a dope episode. We have Crystal Thoughts. She's gonna be coming in with us, speaking with us, performing as well. I'm looking forward to having that part of the segment. You already know how that goes. Um, and I also want to say, um, a tragic thing happened like about maybe two weeks ago or so. I didn't get to speak on it. Um, I want to speak um, very briefly on um, Chadwick Bosman. Um, rest in peace. It hit many people. Like, it just, you know, in a way where it was, you know, it was unexpectedly, you know, like, people were just in shock about it. No one knew he was sick. If anything, he was bullied online for his weight loss. And, and it's like... You know, like, you don't realize what a person is going through. I always say that because I'm not one, I'm not one to share what's going on with my personal, um, opposed to, like, what's you, what you see on, on, you know, online, on social media. Like, so I get the reason why he never shared it. And he did amazing things, you know. Um, long live the king. It's, it's sad that. I think what's the sad part is just the fact that he was bullied for his weight loss. You know, like, am I surprised by it? Absolutely not. But it's just fucked up. You know, it's fucked up because it's just, it comes with the territory. I always tell people this, like, this comes with the territory. When I say this comes with the territory, I mean, this is what you are to expect with, once you make it to a certain um, platform, you know, you're you're going to get all these cancel cultures, all these negative feedbacks, all these negative comments and people trying to bully you and X, Y, and Z. And he, he, what I, I, what I appreciate about him is the fact that he had a positive mindset. You know, he did not allow internet nor his illness to overcome him, you know, in a sense, like it, 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 it he continued to live his life to his fullest. And I always tell people, bro, like, I always tell people, like, if I die tomorrow, don't cry at my funeral. I was like, I just want people to share dope stories because I got to live my life. You understand? Like, I got to live my life. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to allow whatever negative outcomes to affect me, you know? Because we, ha- I have a purpose. And I guess... I'm not, I'm not sure maybe that's what he was thinking, but he was living out his purpose. So, you know, um, long live the king, honestly. Long live the king. He died at the age of 42. Um, stage 4 colon cancer. 
So, you know, just I definitely, that was, you know, that was a shocker for many people. And I know a lot of people were, you know, they showed their respect online, everything, you know. So, yeah, I wanted to say that. Take a moment of silence for that. So, um, I want to give a shout out to Tyler Perry. I'm not a big Tyler Perry fan like that, but he was reportedly um, worth $1 billion, yo. $1 billion. You know, I can't, I'm like, I'm not a fan of his movies and shit like that, but I respect him because of the fact of how he overcame being homeless to where he's at now. To be reported worth, like, to be worth $1 billion, yo, that shows me if he can do it, I can do it. You understand? That's always been that mo- that that mentality, you know? Like, like that's inspiring, bro. Like, I, I definitely, I, I wanted to shout that out because I was just like, yo, like, congratulations to him. He, he is well-deserved. Is definitely well-deserved. Um, I want to speak briefly on the, the Art of Music um, concert series. Um, we had our first one in Brooklyn. <laughs> it was... Um, Felt, it felt, yo, it felt good to see the artists perform, uh, you know, live, right there in the flesh. Such a difference between the whole online experience and, like, just, like, the whole physical aspect of it. I mean, we had a little bit of minor setbacks at the beginning, but um, overall, it was a, you know, it was a good success, a successful show. Everybody network, everybody build. Those nutcrackers was hitting. Like, mad people was, like, feeling nice. Um, I did interviews with the artists. Um, shout out to Dime Smith. I saw her. She was in the building. Scott did his thing. Um, so, you know, um, it was definitely it was definitely a good show. I, I, I know the next one is October 3rd. So, if you're an artist and you're looking to perform... Contact us, um, you know. Um, you can find all my information below. Email, um, IG, DM, everything. Um, and we're looking to, like, what I'm planning on doing is, like, you know, I know the realization, everything that I want to do as far as, like, take this to a bigger um, standpoint, it's going to happen. It's slowly happening. Like, I already, like, with the interviews... But there's something else that I'm going to offer for artists now to generate some sort of income, you know, because I know that's what they want. And um, I, I'm, my goal is to help others as well. It's not only myself. It's to help others, you know, because, um, again, how this is why I don't this is why I'm going to keep it above why I cannot hate on others, because I feel like there's so much money out there. Why hate on you? When I can just chase the bag, you understand? Like there, and help people chase that bag too. There's no need for like that hate. I can't that jealousy. Like I'm like I never. I don't. I can't have that, bro. Like I, I, I will always try my hardest to put people in a place where they are comfortable or in a place of growth. You know, um, that's that's not in my character to have like that evil eye, that green eye, you know, like um it's it's I, I don't I, I don't get it, but you know, 
I guess to each his own in a sense. Um, I also put on a fucking post, right, on um, Facebook. <laughs> Talk about nostalgic, right? I put on a post on Facebook talking about... Um, you ever done, you ever played um, talking about sporks? Playing, like, who here used to play spork fight during lunchtime? Did you do that, like, Jade? Like, that, was that you? I definitely did, honestly. Did you? Yeah, I did. What about pencil fight? See, nah, that's different. Tell, yo, I will bust your ass in both <laughs> of them. Like, yo, I was, but I'm, yo, I was talking mad shit on Facebook. Like, I was... <laughs> you I should see like, the comments. Yo, the comments, I was just like... I was telling everybody, like, yo, I will bust your ass. Mad people was like, yo, you don't want to get low. Like, you don't want to lose, sis. And I'm like, bro, I used to, like, literally... With the with the sporks, like I was literally like focused on my pointer, making sure like uh, like when I flex it and it and it touched the other spork, it's damaged. I used to practice. Wow, I used to practice. Yeah, I was one of those. I used to practice because I I want to whoop ass. I want to whoop ass in the spirit of back to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Yeah, exactly. In the spirit, that, that's what made me thought about it because I'm seeing all these kids, you know, everybody going back to school. And I was like, yo, remember playing um, spork fight? Pencil fight? Bruh. Like, it, it's crazy because pencil fight, I, I I had to make sure I didn't have, the, like, the rubber, pe- the rubber pencil. You know what I'm talking about, right? The one that when you go like that, it's like, blue, blue, blue. Like, that shit confused me. I made sure I had the wooden pencil because that way when I'm going to, Break your shit when I'm breaking your shit. I'm be like, pow, over, se cabo, no mas. <laughs> yo, oh gosh, shout out to all you parents, yo, preparing for this whole situation with the with the online school. It's crazy because I have so many different parents. Um, they have so many different comments in reference to. Um, going, you know, their kids going back to school. It's a little weird because I'm like, do you want your kids to go back to school or do you want your kids to be home online? Like, it's weird how many pe- how many parents have different things to say about this. I mean, I'm not a parent, so I can't really say much. Um, I'm just, I'm going to just keep it like that because I'm not trying to get jumped by other parents. I'll spork you. <laughs> I'll break your kneecap with a pencil. <laughs> Don't play with me. Nah, let me stop. Let me stop. But um, <laughs> um, another thing I want to talk about, yo, I was mentioning to you. Oh, Joyner Lucas and Ashanti. Yo, what's that about? Yo, I mean, the whole rumor is like, are they dating? That's the whole question. Are they dating? Because Ashanti was sucking tongue. I was like, she was sucking tongue. I was, and they were just, I don't, I, I was just like, oh, she looks good by, for her age, by the way. 49, is it? Mm. No, 39, right? Yeah, 39, 39. 39. I added 10 years. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> Sorry. 39. 39. Joyner, you're the, you're the man. Wow. What you mean, why? You know how many people 
had crushes on had like you know how many guys had a crush on Ashanti? No, I know. So She's gorgeous. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Joyna he that was too good of act, yo. Like I don't know, like I know act like I know they both like to act and shit, but I'm like, that was a little too real. What are your thoughts? Like I mean, like you said, um that whole sucking of tongue I think that crosses the boundary just a little bit of acting like I feel like you know maybe they've done that before you know it seemed like they've done all that it's, before it looks to me like he spit in her mouth a few times <laughs> I'ma keep it a buck it looks to me like the whole I mean it was a good video good song thank you fucking Joyner Lucas for having a fucking good song again because I'm such a fan of him and the last few fucking songs and everything is like so poppy. And I don't, I, I understand that he wants to go mainstream. I get it. So I'm not, you know, I am knocking him. Let me shut up. Because like, <laughs> I'm like, I was so pissed over his um his his EP, but um EP or album, whatever. I'm just like, um, but with his last project, I'm so, I was so pissed off with his last project because. I know the body of work he can produce. And the fact that I know also that he is trying to break mainstream, which he is, he, he's there, you know, he's really in the cusp of it. Um, I know how talented he is. So listening to this song, I was like, yes, Jazz Joyner, <laughs> yes. And at that, you got bitches sucking on your tongue. That's what I'm motherfucking talking about. You understand? Like, um, so I, I I was like I was just super happy with the song in itself. The video was a fucking plus. So I'm, I'm happy, my my guy. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of the fact that you you dropped this because I was in shock. I think the world is just like now. The question is again: Are you guys dating? If so, more power to you, bruh. More power to you. I'm so fucking happy for you. You understand? Uh, another person that I am happy for, um, he's shown his maturity. He's making it a note that he's conscious now. Is motherfucking Big Sean. That album is a vibe. I, I'm going to keep it a buck. It's a vibe. It was something I had to get used to with Big Sean. You understand? Like, Big Sean, we're already so used to Big Sean being such a hyper, you know, um, active person. But... What is it, Janae? Uh, what's Janae? Janae um, Aiko. Aiko. I always fuck up her name. Janae Aiko mm-hmm. is letting the world know that she's tuning this motherfucker in. Nah, definitely to the universe. <laughs> He's starting to become our people. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it was expected though, because if you go on Instagram and you see them together, they're always like in the middle of a desert, like, looking like they just had a meditation, like, session. Like, they're always, you know? And Janae is extremely spiritual herself, so... Yeah, yeah. You was mentioning that she, um... Like, for her music, she uses, mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah, so for her music, she makes sure that she uses, like, healing frequencies. She makes sure that she has singing bowls and stuff like that. Like, she's always said that... If she's going to make music, it's going to be more than just to enjoy. She wants to also, like, heal and whatever through her music. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's not surprising to me that Big Sean is now talking about he's zenning out on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wolves. That's, that was a dope track. Um, I just, I feel like 
overall, the the album in itself, um, Detroit Two, good project. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna keep it a bug. Like his his opening, like his first few songs was very strong for me, which is smart because he he grabbed he grabbed me into like listening to his old whole album, and it, and it, it went from being strong to showing me how he was zoning, like he was vibing out, you know, like it was real, like you mentioned, it was vibey, you know, yeah, like it was real vibey. I um, love it. Yeah, so I was just like, all right, cool. Um, it reminded me a little bit. I'm not saying he sounds like him, and y'all may attack me for this, but it reminded me of um, Kanye a little bit. And there it is. I know. <laughs> there it goes, right? Everybody's like, yo, leave the, like, like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> but no, no, check it out. Because the reason why I say it reminded me of a Kanye, a Kanye a little bit is because I'm not saying he sounds like him. What I'm saying is the reason why it reminded me of Kanye is because if you look at their projects, Kanye, you look at Big Sean's project, it's basically almost similar. The only difference is that Big Sean, for me, is rapping and he's more in tune with spirituality. Where where Kanye West is more religion. You understand? Yeah. So, like, from even to, like, the skits and everything, like, I heard a little bit of the similarities where I was just like, both of them, you know, they're both conscious on their own levels. I don't care what anybody can say, like, oh, fuck Kanye, and blah, blah. He's not, he's done. What a, Kanye's super conscious. If you believe it or not, like, they, this man knows a lot. You understand? And I know Big Sean is super conscious as well, especially that he's surrounding himself around those who understand spirituality. You know, like, we already know, man. It was already... So there's already facts on it, bruv. You're not going towards that spiritual route. <laughs> I mean, they say that, you know, we are spiritual beings living and having a, a human experience. It's a known fact. You understand? Like, and spirituality is the route. There's so many things that can be done when you're in a spiritual aspect, I saw somebody knocking a, a, an artist because he was like, I guess he was meditating. He sta- he stated that he can move waves and the wind and X, like the you know the weather. And homeboy was doubting, it. and I'm like, you gotta understand that when you take that route of spirituality, you don't understand how much you're open up your mind, mm. and the mind is such a powerful thing. And with with meditation, spirituality. So many things can be done. Yo, let's talk. We could talk about Yo, this we could all definitely, day. And this is what this is what people don't understand because they like, oh, I you know, I had this conversation with a few people and they agreed. I'm like, yo, you have so many fake woke people. Yeah, you have so many fake um spiritual woke spirituality people where they they they're stating they're they're practicing this and that and then they're still limiting. See, here's what can thing. be done. And I'm like, wait, what? How are you spiritual and you don't understand it? That can be done. I've seen it with my own eyes. Like, I've seen, I've seen crazy shit. But go ahead. No, my thing is like, okay. For a spiritual, quote unquote, person. Okay. To repost somebody stating their spiritual experience. Okay. And claiming 
that it's not accurate or claiming that, oh, he can't really do this, that, or the third. My thing is, like, if you're really spiritual, you wouldn't go out your way to knock the next person in their own journey. You know what I mean? Like, us spiritual people just want to love and heal the next person. We're not about, because we understand karma. We understand what our energy does. And if you're reposting things for negativity, you're not spiritual. Like, point blank, period. It's a difference if you reposted it to educate the person. Like, hey, this is what you truly mean because you don't sound so educated on the topic. That's different. Constructive criticism is different. Mm, Bars. That's all I have to say. Bars. Where's the singing bars? <laughs> <laughs> <It's upstairs. laughs> nah, man. I mean, I, I. But I understand that. I am understanding the world we live in. Where again, everybody has an opinion, but yet they don't want to listen to other people's opinion. You understand? Where everybody's correct. And they're not open to listen. They're not open to not everyone. But I, when I'm saying this, because I, I, what I'm, but you understand like the sarcasm I'm saying because mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to unfortunately say that. <laughs> but it's like we live in a world where people, you know, they so many people are informative yet they 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 they're so misinformed. Yeah, you know. I, I'm, I, I tell people straight up, when I don't know about a topic, I don't like talking about it. Because I don't want to sound misinformed. I don't want to sound, you know, I, I build up a low self-esteem. Not a, I get insecure with um, when I'm, I speak about something I'm not sure about. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning with, with, with um, spirituality. That's a given. But I've been around it for so many years. And I've been around so many people. I'm still around so many people who are at a higher frequency who do shit that is so unexplained. And who am I to be like, oh, that can't be done? How can I say me, be like, oh, I'm spiritual, but then I question other people's ability. When I've seen things done that was so unexplained that I'm just like, but I feel like that's I don't even the know difference. how to fucking say. It. Like I don't even know how to explain that. Like <laughs> I even had my father, who was a non-believer. I mean, he believes in it, but he just doesn't want to pay attention to it. And he saw, I'm not gonna say the person, but he saw them levitate. And he's like, I, I don't even know what I saw. And I was just like, <laughs> he's like, Nah, I don't. I don't even want to talk about it. Like I don't know what I saw. <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, that's crazy. You understand? Don't doubt spirituality. Don't doubt, you know, it's not black magic. It's not worship, worshiping the devil. Stop it. You know, that's another thing when it comes to, like, religion and spirituality. You understand? I feel like, but it comes with the, it comes with the fact of the fear of the unknown. You fear what you don't know. So what happens with, with that is that you start making up stories or you start making up, you know, like, because at the end of the day, fear implements or installs like people like the brainwash to it, you know, like you you're gonna brainwash people into believing that, into inserting that fear, you know. Yeah. But you know, I'm not again. I'm not knocking. I don't knock people's religion, or I don't knock people. You shouldn't. And uh, I feel like no, I really don't like. That's to, the point. 
It is the point. I get that. I just, I don't, you know, I just tell people like, and, and I've always said it, I've said it in my shows uh, many times, like, I don't, I don't knock what you believe, you know? I believe in God. I believe in a higher being, you know? I really do. So, but going back to Big Sean, that's why I was comparing, like, him with Kanye because, again, Big Sean was showing me more of a spirituality aspect opposed to Kanye. And I still fucking love Kanye. The, the, you know, like, that's his... He believes he's Christian. What And but and I, and I still think that album, that gospel album, was super dope. You understand? Like, but I was just saying, like, the reason why I was, I was like... I was like, oh, shit, I can see the similarities of it is because they're both showing the world how conscious they are. Just one is spirituality and the other one is religion. That's how I, I don't know if I'm wrong. I don't know. You know, like, you guys can leave a comment, be like, yo, bitch, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It is what it is. I really don't take shit like that personal. So not anymore. Catch me two years ago. <laughs> I would have been heartbroken. <laughs> now I'm like, whatever. Like, I, I, that's what I felt, you know. Dope album. Such a vibe. He had the production was super, super cool. Like it was super dope. Um, Big Sean, welcome back. I'm about motherfucking time. I know he is. It's not that he left, but we've been waiting for this project. You understand? Like, and he still got it. He still got it. Like he was going in. You understand? And to go in in a positive aspect, I loved it. Loved it. I, I salute you. Continue growing, my guy. Like, it's super dope. Super dope. Um, with that being said, we're going to take a music break. You already know the vibes, man. Crystal thought she's about to rock out with us. We're going to play some music videos again. Um, like, share, comment, subscribe, guys. It's free. The support, I, I appreciate you all. And... Um, Actually, just letting you guys know, um, after that, we're going to take a little bit of a break for like a week, but I actually have some major announcements during that break. There's a reason why I'm taking a break. There's new stuff I'm going to start implementing with the show, and uh, I'm so looking forward to this. So y'all already know the vibes, man. Yeah, um, we'll be back. Peace. Hey, yo, what up, what up, what up? We're back in the building. It's your girl, V. Henny. And we got Crystal Thoughts in the building with me. How you feeling? Chilling. Feeling good. Feeling good? I'm good, yeah. <laughs> yo, she just... Good. Yo, we were just talking about, like, the, tr- the amount of time it took her to get to me. Dedication, you know? Passion. I was and, hyped. You know? For those that don't know, if you can briefly explain just who you are and what exactly you do, you know? What's going on, everybody? Uh, my name is Crystal Thoughts. I'm originally from the Bronx. But right now, I live in Waterbury, Connecticut. Songwriter, record producer. She That's what I got going on right now. She's yeah. like a creative overall, as I was mentioning earlier. Like, yeah. Um, because you're, an, uh, you're a producer and an artist, you have the ear now. So that's an advantage to have. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like a lot of artists, you know, like, those that are not aware of what production is... You have to have that ear, and and it helps you with your sound. I feel like it. I mean, am I wrong? I, you as a producer, am I wrong with yeah, that? Like, yeah, you're definitely right about that. And then it depends on how you're producing and what you're using. Hmm. Now, the most important parts with it, I realize that goes to it is like the mixing and mastering. Uh-huh. And that's the part like 
you're either good or you're going to have to pay somebody to do that. So I actually have an engineer who does that part for me because, okay. you know, I'm still learning with the mixing and mastering. Yeah. But that part to it is very important. Yeah. Having an engineer who can mix and master to really get your song or beat sounding top quality. Now you definitely do. You definitely do. Like I was checking very you out, Robert. So you have a series of... Yo, I was like, wait, <laughs> she has a series Precious. of fashion throughout the seasons. Yeah, let me tell uh, tell you how that happened. So basically, summer 2018, I just locked and loaded inside the house. After work, I just go home. Uh I'm making my beats, making songs, whatever. And I had, it was only supposed to be Confession of Summer. Okay. That was it. So June, I'm recording songs and all that. So July comes, I'm like, I'm really not ready because I got songs that, all the songs don't sound like a summertime vibe. So I had some that felt like a wintertime vibe, a spring vibe. It was just... I had a whole catalog, catalog of songs. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just start from the beginning. Let's just start with winter. So I had to pick some songs, do that, do some spring songs, because I really, my favorite album was The Confession of Summer. Like, that okay. was, cause that's the first one I started with. Mm. But 2018, it wasn't ready. You gotcha. know, songs wasn't ready. That so. was dope. I was just like... You're the second artist to tell me they did a, a series based on, like, seasons. You know, um, but I think yeah. it's such a dope concept because, yo, if you really look, come to look at it, like when you have your, you have certain songs that do feel right at a certain time frame. Exactly, and at that time I was doing a lot of songs that was upbeat and all that. It, mm-hmm. it felt like the summer, but then I had some songs that was uh, a little too deep and too personal. I'm like, eh, I don't want to hear that in the summertime. Okay. So I had to move and shift songs around and everything. So like your that. first one was Confession of Winter. That's the first one. The, the first one so, I did was Confessions of Summer, but I had to start yeah, in the, the order. Start, the, the, the order that you started was Confessions of winter. winter. Yeah, I had to start in order. Yeah. So you went from winter, then you did, then spring, did spring, and now summer. So I'm, I'm assuming we're doing. We're getting autumn. Woo! I can't wait. It's already <laughs> ready. So for fall, <laughs> it's gonna be Confessions of Fall Four. Okay. So that's the fourth album. It's only four songs. Those been done like two years ago, but these I got mixed and matched. They okay. sound good, but those songs just feel like me. Like mm. it felt them. These songs feel good. I can't wait till October. I'm dropping in October for each se- um, season that you did the confessions to. Mm-hmm. Um, how long did it take you to actually, you know, the process overall to write and just even like once. Once you got, like, these instrumentals, like, to just execute the whole song in itself. It was a process. Because, see, it all it all started, honestly, May 2018. So, let's say I already had some beats and everything. Because mm-hmm. I use Logic. So, I had some beats. So, going through beats, writing songs. So, 2018, all right, it's like, all right, I'm not ready. So, I want to be ready for 2019. 2019 came. I think I dropped the winter album. But then the spring album wasn't ready. Because I still mm-hmm. had to... Tw- tweak some beats and some songs around. So then this year I just dropped the, the confessions summer. to spring and, and summer. summer. Yeah. yeah. So to the eighteen, nineteen, twenty, wow. like two two years to do all that because you want some songs to feel like that that season, you mm-hmm. know. And if it don't, it's just like uh. Wow. So like, did you produce everything? Yeah. Really. I made all the beats. I made all the beats. I recorded myself right in my house. Use my mic. This next, this next, all right. Mm, 
the next one, the fall, that one, I got all those mixed and matched. I sent those to my engineer. Okay. And then also, be honest, like, this stuff costs money. It also I, I, costs <laughs> money to get a mixed and match. So, summer, all the other three, it was hard to have the money to get everything okay. mixed and mastered per track. Like, yeah. I just had to do the best I can. But, fall, put the money up. Like, let me, this one going to be, it's, it's a lot of work. I, I mean... Scare money makes no money, right? Some money, yeah. You know? Um, Got to invest in stuff like that. You have that. to invest in yourself. But we were just talking about this off on, you know, off air, like quality. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And the fact that in, in the two-year process, you, yes, you invested, but you also understand the quality you provide to others. So yeah. it's okay that it took that, you know, from 2018 to now because I, I'm like, is I, you thought it out. Usually you have yeah. people who just put a, a project out there just to put it, and it makes no sense at times. It's, I don't understand how bad I was trying to get the confession to summer. I'm like, oh, this this is the one, because it was only supposed to be that one. It just felt so good yeah. summertime, but I had to wait. Okay. I had to wait until it was right for me to put so it do out. do you still feel like summer, um, confession to summer is the best out of all of them? Because we expect the fall. What the like? fall. I like the fall one. Because like, the fall one, I really like the f- I like the feel, the okay. power. I don't know. What do we expect hmm. with the fall? Okay. All right. So, because, like, I bet, okay. like, if you look at Crystal Thoughts, right? Crystal, you, yo, you are. I'm not going to say it's not. Because I feel like all artists, all of us, when it comes to us as artists, we're mm-hmm. emotional people. You know? Yes. So. You can tell you put your your pain into your work. You understand? Right. You can tell you put your all into your work, you know? Um, right. I'm a big believer uh, with, for me, is that my pain is my motivation. I can right. see that with you. And I've, right. like, just looking at your information, like, your bio, your, your content and everything, and I'm just like, right. you know, so I think it would make sense that why you, like, fall, because I feel like fall... Is the transitioning from the changes of life and everything. You understand? Yeah. So, like, it's dope. Like, again, how you thought it out. You thought mm-hmm. everything out. So, out of each season right now, from what you have out now. Okay. So, it's three. You yes. have three seasons right yes. now out. What are your three top songs that you can re- uh, recommend to people and say that it was something Ooh. Vulner- you, you was vulnerable with? M- MJ Bad. Um, Cruel World in 1981, and basically I, I, I was I was I was born in 1981, so that's that's my heart. Like I went all the way back to where I grew up at, shot the videos, so that was that was deep. Cruel World is it's just a cruel world out here. It just yeah. is what it is, you know. So with that, it's my experience. That one was dope too because I was with my my little godson, so we okay. went to Harlem, whatever, and you know he was in my video. We had some kids playing basketball in the video, so it kind of just came together you know so yeah those those three those three for right now yeah mj bad that song just had a vibe okay and it just uh that's my song right there yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that's my that's my song but growing up in that era like you know like mm-hmm. eight 1981 to where we're at now right so obviously to the like the era oh man yeah yeah you know like the changes within hip-hop <laughs> How long did it? All right. So did you adapt to hip hop right away, or did it take you a while? Or are you still having adapted to it's, the new changes? Oh like, gosh, 
it's it's so crazy because I just like some music so much that when all the new stuff happened, like I'm gonna break it down real quick. I think, of course, I love Tupac and the West Coast and mm-hmm. all that. So after that, I trans I started liking the sets. It was G Unit, Dipset, the Locks. Like I was just liking all them. So after that, Rough Riders can't forget them. After that, it was from two 2010 and now. I was listening to mainly Drake, okay, Chris Brown. And Trey songs, and before that, Remy Ma. Before all that happened, like Terror Squad, like that's what I listen to. So, with all the new stuff that came out, it was hype. It, it was. I remember, you know, which one I really started getting on was um at the time Lil Pump because he had his Gucci Gucci man mm, Gucci yeah, then the okay. skidded and all that. Like I'm like, oh, I like these little kids. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was feeling them and all that. They was doing Lil Uzi Vert or all them and stuff like that. So I kind of like the transition, the new okay. sound and all that. I was trying to keep up with all these young kids coming out. There's a lot to keep up with, you know? So <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's pretty cool. Like, now, who do I listen to now? I mean, you know, all right. So before that, I was in my little emotional Joe Budden stage. Okay. So I remember I would listen to All Love Lost, Some Love Lost. Um, it's another one. Like, I was just into that for a minute. Because I'm trying to think, what was I listening to? So I remember listening to that. That's when he was on the show, Love and Hip Hop. Okay. So then after that, it was Drake, Chris Brown. But now, Pop Smoke. That's, oh, Pop oh, Smoke is my, yeah. And it's so sad what happened. Like, that's just the wave right now. Like that uh, drill, that drill. I can't. I love front. that song. I like. Yeah, I like that. I, 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 um, listen. That that album in itself, the second album, I was just. I thought it was so well produced and executed. For me, that the the, the, the Wu or yeah. the new. The new what one, is it? One. The the new one. The, the new one. This the, is um, Oh my god! Like uh, I forgot the name of it. Um, shoot for the yes. Yeah. yeah, it's just I a felt cover. Like 50 did such a great job putting, like, you know, putting this, putting that album together because yeah. it showed a different style, a different style, a type of um, you, pop. You know what's crazy? The second one, you heard the second one, the deluxe? Yeah, yeah. It's like a song for every mood. Yeah. Like, he did party joints and all that. It's the joint with Jamie Foxx. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like, he got some joints on it. Like, a song for every Not mood as a fact. That's how you do it. And, and that, like, I mean, that's what... <sighs> But that's what the, that's what I was just saying. Like right now, like for example, going back to you, yeah, you know, people like yourself, like mm-hmm. a pop smoke, like you know, who take their craft series and put out, like they think about. You guys think about putting an actual song. It's not just you're not here just putting words together just to put words right. together, right? You know, right. and it, to be, I'm gonna keep it a buck. It doesn't make sense of the era like you grew up in, like. You know what it is to conduct the song. Yeah. Not, you it was know, serious so back then. Like, yeah. The 90s was. I, I, you know, like. The 90s was the 90s. Like, that was the best. But I, I always tell people, I'll be like, yo, I wish, like, I my, like you see how my older, bro- like, my older brother, my older sister, like, they got to experience that era. And I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I wish I lived that era, yo, because I feel like. That was when that when music was like really music, yo. Like it was. And I, don't get me wrong, I I I transitioned to the new the new wave right now, and mm-hmm. I I'm gonna keep it a buck. I, I you know I definitely I fucks with it. You know it's something I I I, I learned to adapt to it because I was yeah. a big hip hop head. Mm-hmm. Um, now 
I want to know with you, like, when did you, because, again, listening to your sound, listening to your words, you know, knowing that you mm-hmm. put your heart on your sleeve, you know, when did mm-hmm. you realize that this is your sound, this is your music, this is your truth? Like, when did you really accept your the story of you as an artist? I think, honestly, as I started, put it, as I started putting the story together, Okay. And that was with the whole Confessions project. Okay. Because, like, I really wanted to just do summer, but I was like, all right, now I got to really think about what I'm going to talk about this and that because my lifestyle's different. Gotcha. Like, I'm not in the streets. I'm not going to be promoting drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. So it's like, all right, what am I really going to talk about? And gotcha. how truthful am I w- willing to be? Mm-hmm. You know, so I had to really think about that. And it's like, yeah, I wanna, you know, I want to do the conscious music, but really, I got to tell my truth. I got to tell my story. Absolutely. So that's basically, you know, where, where I'm at with it. It's, 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 it's definitely therapeutic, you know? Like, yeah. You know that, what's good? That just I re- happened. You know what I realized? What I, what I saw is that, yo, you was in a group, a female group, right? Yeah, yeah. How, okay. How was that? Like... That was that was dope. So that's what really started all the music stuff. So I started, you know, writing for a long time. Then we had moved uptown to uh, Boston Seacoast. So I met um, my people. Was like we all still cool to this day. Okay, whatever. okay, okay. So we was like sixteen, seventeen years old. You know, we outside talking. You do music. You do music. So you know, we all did, was like, yeah, we do music. Whatever. Uh, one of my people was there. Um, uncle had did the beats for us. So we was doing talent shows and stuff like that on the weekends. Okay. You know, we have school, whatever. So we practice, do our shows, whatever. We did that from like 16 to 18. It was it was cool. But what happened was when you start to get older, because what was, was what was supposed to happen, we were supposed to get serious, sign the contract, but things changed. Like 18, you know, it was like, eh. you know, it was like, it, I guess maybe things ain't happen fast enough. So we just... You know, decided to do our own thing. We all still hung out. It was cool. It was just okay. the music. Gotcha. Everybody just started doing their own thing. I mean, okay. I still wrote and stuff, but my biggest thing was like, all right, I need to find beats. I need to learn how to get beats or whatever, because I got all these rhymes, but what am I going to do about beats? And that mm. eventually made me go to SAE 2012, started learning how to make beats, because the music thing was still in my heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, even though the group thing, you know, we did, we did, and whatever, but... The roof thing was it, was, it was fun on weekends. Was you know, it? I, I grew it was called um, DBF. We, we used to have fun on weekends. It's fun. Okay, okay. You know, we all be together chilling, you know, So it was like a rap group or? Female rap group was really? four of us. Yeah. Get out. That's yeah. dope. That's it, it, dope. It was dope at the time. It was fun. Let me ask you this, though. Like, no, like, because you went from being in a the group, then obviously you guys, I mean, you guys are still friends, but you guys separated as a group. You understand? Yeah, Musically, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you went to school. For yeah. um, you went to school for production for oh, engineering, engineering, audio engineering. I went to school for that, by the way. I did. Which yeah, school you I went, went to? I, IAR. It was between IAR and SAE for me. I wanted to but go to you know SAE. what? You know, I went to SAE because SAE called me back. IAR ain't called me. So no, like, really? Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to SAE. SAE is a way better school, by the way. I'm just saying, from what I'm, t- yeah, a little more expensive. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a book. But they give you the starter kit. They do. Like they gave me the. They even the give you Mac. a laptop, right? Yeah, I got my yeah, laptop. I, I got, that. I got the my inbox, like Pro Tools, like. Logic, they give you the. I don't know if they still do it now because this was a couple years ago, but they gave me the starter kit. And from there, I just. You just took off? I just took off. Like, yeah, I got that's, everything. That's what I'm saying. So it's like. Complete everything. So then from there, you went solo. Yeah, solo I've been, I've been artist, with solo. So, solo artist. But like, how was that transition? Like. 
from being how was the transition from being in a group to now being a producer and an artist? You you know what it it was alright because like within that whole ten years I was just I wasn't really doing the music like that. I think I was writing here and there, so I was just like really working, trying to figure out life, you know, because I was in my twenties then. So I'm okay. like, you know, the music thing is whatever, and I got to live life, pay bills, stuff like that. But it was just still in my heart, like this is what I want to do. I like music, so went to uh, t- 2010, 2012. I just had to do what I had to do. But 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 at that time, I wasn't thinking about being an artist like that. I was just like, all right, I want to learn how to. Uh, make beats and stuff like that and work with other artists. Mm. So I didn't make the decision to be an artist myself until, like, recently, like, 2016. Really? When I dropped the first project, the IMF. And okay. that one's called um, In My Feelings. That's just some songs I put together. So, And that was only because I wanted to learn the process. I'm like, all right, if I'm going to be working with artists, I need to learn what it's like to be an artist. Okay. You know? So what have you learned? <sighs> Marketing. I, I learned that. I learned that marketing <laughs> is a hard part. You need money for that. Um, for me, it's like let's say if I meet artists and they don't have beats, I'm have to make beats for them. Got to try to make beats that they like. Like I gotta let them have the beats and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Let's say they don't have money for me to charge them. So it's it's a lot of work. It's gonna be a lot of work if I take on other artists. So, mm. but for myself right now, I still got. A lot of things I still got to do. I still got to tour. I still got to do shows and stuff like that. Okay. So right now I got the songs. But okay. now I got to really do the work. Start networking and really getting out there. So it's interesting. It is. It's, it's interesting. Well, it's fun, but... Welcome to the artistry. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy being an artist. I re- like, let me tell you something, bro. Like, I remember when, um, when I was rapping. Like, to put mm-hmm. yourself out there... It takes a lot, and this is why, like, whenever I do events, I mm-hmm. tell people, like, you have to respect the artists that are up here. I don't care. It, you know, like, I don't care if you don't vibe with to their music. You know, everybody has a different ear for everything, you know? True. So, respect the artists, because at the end of the day, it takes so much for you to be up here for just here talking to me yeah. and just expressing how you started you know expressing your you know like your story you know it's yeah. a, it's a lot and you also got to be be willing to get out of your comfort zone yeah you know what i mean cuz i'm an introvert you know what i'm saying but i'm like all right if i want to be xyz i'm going to have to really get out of my comfort zone and just do it like like to come here this is how i, I didn't get nervous i just ain't think about it Mm. It's like, I don't want to think about being there because then it, I'm going to make myself nervous. I keep thinking about it or something. I ain't think about it. I mean, the you know what it is? I, it's the fear of the unknown. Exactly. Fear of the unknown yeah. will, will cripple a person, bro. Mm-hmm. It is, it's insane how, like, the the good thing is that the upside to it is that you, you, you're overcoming it. And you're, you know, you, you're learning all to. these things. that You have to because mm-hmm. you want more, I'm assuming. You yes. know, like, yes. I mean, what's your end goal with everything? Like, as far as, like, do you want to, like, start a label or do you just want to continue as an artist? I actually, I, I do have a label. It's Crystal Thoughts Records. So I do okay. have a label. I have a publishing company, Crystal Thoughts Publishing, because I'm with CD Baby. So you got to do those type of things for the, the paperwork, whatever. Um, Either... A distribution deal or a publishing deal? Mm. Not sure if I want a record deal because I kind of could do certain things, but yeah. it's either distribution deal or publishing deal. Publishing deal. 
<laughs> try to get that. <laughs> Let me stop. That's smart. One of those, you know. Yeah. So I'm also I'm still trying to learn the business and stuff like that. So it's a lot to take in. I, like learning the business. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you're taking the process, you're taking the initial steps. You mm-hmm. know, learning the business in itself. Uh, it's a lot because it's like I feel like being in this. Right. So I went to school for IAR and then mm-hmm. I went to school for business. Right. So when you learn okay. the two. Yeah. Like, you have to learn that. I think one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people have done, I don't know if you made that mistake, and if so, have you learned from it, is that a lot of people don't know how to remove their emotions when when, when it comes to business. Have you been in a place like that? I don't think I've... I don't think I've been in a situation... Yet for that, but okay. my big thing is trust okay. and like like filling people out because obviously I work with people, so I go with my intuition a lot. I, okay. I, I trust myself. Okay. So when that arise, that time arise up, I do business with somebody. I'm, I'm gonna go with my gut. If my gut's like, all right, trust this process or trust this, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do it. But business wise, not not really. Actually, I did do a business move with, with somebody because I have somebody featured on my song and. It was just straight it was up, cool. like, it, it was just, right. like, it was... logic and shit like that, right? Like, no, because, yeah, I, like, I feel like, good. you know, let me, that's the good thing that you, you're, so then you know how to remove your, your emotions from making any business transaction. Just a lot of people, yeah. you know, because you, and, and especially in the, not all of the music industry, but in the music industry is just, like, there's, you know, some people, again, they don't know how to remove it, you know, that, but that's, I think that's a, a beginner's mistake when you. Possibly. You know, but um, now I'm curious because, like, listening to your story, you 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 work with people, you know, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, you've been through like it's everything has been like trial and error. Yes. Um, you know, I feel like there was always moments where we, as a creative, you've been in a road where it's just like well, I would say like that dark road. You know, um, have you ever been in a moment where? you came across of where you was close to wanting to quit? Like, at all? Um, And if so, how did you overcome that, you know? Probably, maybe, let me see, 2015, 16. Like, like when you're working with, you know, local artists, whatever, and it's like, you know, it's... You feel like it's not going nowhere or whatever. But I think instead of me doing that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just be an artist and learn this process. Mm. I think I just turned it around because I've been making producer, making beats since 2010. Mm-hmm. You know, working with lo- local artists, seeing where it goes, blah, blah, blah. I just kept kept going with it. Right now, I feel like this is the farthest I've been. Okay. Now I got like a whole bunch of songs I'm producing. So I'm like trying to work both lanes. Like, do you think it's a lot? It's a lot to take on, to be a producer and an artist. Like, do you think you should perfect one before tackling another, or it goes hand in hand? For me, it goes hand in hand with okay. like what I'm trying to do. Okay. So it's like, let's say I get a placement, or I could, you know, have a beat for somebody or write a song for somebody. Okay. Or I could just keep doing what I could. I'm doing, or maybe I might get a um a sync deal. 
or okay. something like that with my songs. It's like my songs can still do something. Mm-hmm. You know, even if, let's say, I didn't want to perform and really be an artist, I'm going to make my songs do something. Mm-hmm. They're not going to just, yeah, you know, yeah. just be sitting there. So, are you... Depends. How are you with constructive criticism? Are you okay with it? Like, have you had people come to you, but like, yo, is I, or whatever, like... Um, I'm pretty sure. Like, does it bother you? Because I know, like, I know, like, you know what? Because I had, uh, uh, like, I know for, I know I had an artist recently and they released a video and they was just like, yo, that shit put me in my bag. You know, like, so, and I'm like, yo, bro, that's part of the culture. That's, like, you got to get used to it. I mean, it's easy said and done. Me personally, I like to learn. Okay. So I want the the constructive criticism. Like I want somebody to be like, "All right, that was good. That's trash." Blah 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 blah. Okay. You know what I mean, so like, also like with my friend out there, like I have certain songs I be doing. You know, now one of my songs on um, Confession Summer, I know is she like, "Yo, that's the one. That's the one." Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. sometimes you just you just know when it's the one. Like your friends, people who listen to it, they'll tell you. Or if, sometimes they're not saying nothing. Right, they probably don't like it. They probably don't want to say nothing, but it's okay. For me, it's okay. Okay. Because you're not going to like everything. Like, all the music and stuff that's out, I don't like everything. Uh, exactly. You know, there's certain things I like, certain things I don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm I'm cool with it. I like it. No, that's good that you like to learn because, I, no, like, like again, like, you know, people don't understand that sometimes this is part of the industry. You, there's a right. balance. You got to take the good and the bad. Like, yeah. I, I just had, uh, like, I, I, I said a while ago, I just had one of my, like, uh, a negative comment. And at the beginning, I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> but then it's like, it comes with the territory. You understand? It, like, yeah. not everybody's going to like you. Exactly. Everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to like your music, whatever. Okay. Uh, going from the Bronx to... What, Connecticut are you? Yes, yeah, I'm in Connecticut, Waterbury. How was the transition? Um, has that, and has I it inspired you or affected you musically as well? I personally like it. Okay. You know, I'm out there, you know, live on my own. Uh, where I'm at is pretty decent. I could actually move around, so okay. I kind of I like that. What was interesting to me is that when I move, um, and when I... For like a brief minute, I was doing my little thing selling CDs. I appreciated New York more when I left. Like mm. I was in Times Square like every weekend, but when I lived out there, you know, I wasn't out there. I was just staying where I was at. You know, I didn't appreciate New York mm. when I lived in New York. Gotcha. Now I don't live in New York. I be out there sightseeing, acting like a tourist all the time, <laughs> taking pictures of this and that. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. want to see? I took some pictures earlier too. Like you appreciate it more. So yeah, yeah. Um, and I like I like to be able to do the back and forth. I like it. Like I get it. New York, go back home. Yeah, I like the fast slow because New York is like fast. Yes, it is. Connecticut's slow. It's I have so- a whole block to myself. So that is a fact. So wait, wait, you were selling <laughs> CDs? Yeah, I was doing that for a little minute. How yeah, was that? Okay. How was that? Wait, you was the wait, wait on like on Forty Second. Get the Forty Second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Yo. It's, it's actually pretty cool. What I did like about it is that. You meet, at the time, you meet people from all over the world. Yeah. So I got to see music all over the world. I actually had did a song, and somebody had commented. I don't know. He's from some country out there. He commented on, on a, um, a song I did with Isaiah. So it feels good when you see stuff like that. So the 42nd thing is a good and bad. Like, you're either out there really selling your music or you, 
or you're playing around. But I met some cool people. How long you was doing that for? Um, probably for two years. What was I doing? I think two thousand summer of. Summer of 2017 or 18, I might have been out there. I was out there a little bit last year. And this year, I thought, yeah, it was on. I'm, I got all my, my music. I'm ready now. But the, the COVID hit, so. <sighs> yeah. <you know. laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so, wait, what, what, what was your, like, your, your oh I guess, your God. catchphrase? Like, how how, how you would have approached me <laughs> if I'm walking? Because I want to know now, because I'm like. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I wasn't so good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest, um, I used to be like, uh, "Hey, how you doing? My name is Christian Thoughts. Blah blah blah. I'm from, I'm from the Bronx. Where you from?" Gotcha. Then, then we start talking. I was like, uh, well, "I'm honest from the Bronx. Uh, this is my music. It's on Spotify. I'm just out here trying to raise money for you know, just gotcha. a little spill. You know, um, I'm accepting donations. You can donate whatever you want. You know, it's yeah, too much." <laughs> And then you, some of my, my CD brothers gonna see me like, look at that. <laughs> I mean, yo, uh, you know what? I respect that. Like, it was, it's not easy. <laughs> what I liked about that too, it also got me out of my comfort zone. It mm-hmm. got me talking to people. I can you know, imagine. so that was cool. And I'm not a good salesperson. Like some of them brothers out there, they they're really dope. They're really good salespeople. But I wasn't a good salesperson. But it got me out of my comfort zone. Gotcha. It got me talking to people. So my I boy like used doing to do that. that. My boy used to, um, he used to make his own, um, like, he used to draw his um, album cover. Okay. And then he would, like, he used to do that. And, you know, he'll free, he's a freestyler. So, he used to free, I'm 42nd, all that. Like, and I used to be like, yo, bro, like, do it. You know, like, I don't knock it. I really don't. I think that's such a dope hustle. It's just again, it's to get out of that comfort zone, you know. It gets you out the comfort zone. It was it was dope. It was it was fun. Like once things get a little better, or whatever, I probably go back out there. Or sometimes let's say do down the dump. So you need some real, you know, yeah, real quick. Yeah, you go out there. Yeah. I remember playing times. I go out there with nothing in my pocket, and then I leave with a couple hundreds, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's it was a good way to get yourself out there and um, also learn how to deal with people. Get out of your comfort zone. Nah, that's a fact. Yo, we're going to take a quick music break. We're going to come back with Crystal Thoughts some more. And she's going to be performing as well. So you already know the vibes. All right? Yeah. We got Crystal Thoughts. Yeah. You already know, man. Now, um, going back to, like, you mentioning, like, you know, hitting, um, sending the CDs and everything, COVID. How has the pandemic affected you as an artist? Me personally, only thing... Maybe the, the CD thing, but um, I've still been working, doing my, my music okay. stuff. And it was crazy because when COVID hit in March, I had to uh, put out my spring album. So I, I kind of felt like, that, like, this is going on. Like, some people are in, like, tough situations right now. And I'm still working my job. Mm-hmm. Still got projects I had to put out because I had to finish putting out the series. I just yeah. had to still do what I had to do, drop two albums. So, you know. When did you drop the um, spring um, April 20th. April, I and summer April. was when? Summer was July, July 20th. Wow. Yeah, just dropped the July 20th. And what about fall? You have a date for that? October. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I can leave it as October. Yeah, definitely dropping October because everything's already ready. Just How many October. tracks are we looking at? Just four. Just four, like you said. Is it, yeah, exactly. The other ones are... Uh, uh, like nine. Nine? Okay. Yeah, other than like So the nine. other one, will, fall is going to be like an EP? Yeah. Okay. So short. Okay. Because it's the fourth one, 
it's four, I just put four. You know, I, I think her like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, let me yeah. just put four as the fourth one. And I'm just. No, that's, I like mean, that. October. That's, that's fine. I mean, just are four you, tracks. I know you have some visuals, but like, mm-hmm. are you working on visuals for the fall as well? I like, want to. Okay. I want to, yeah. So I already hit up my um guy who does my videos and just let him know, like, you know, I want to do a video soon, so. Do you know what's going to be your next single? Um, yeah. What's your next single? Is, from now or from that album? From that album. From the one coming up? Yeah. Ooh. I say Lost. Lost? That's my song Why right lost? there. Because that right there is just breaking me down. You know, it's just like where 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 I was at. Like they was basically saying there was a point in my time where I was lost. You know, so I'm just breaking it down. Damn. That that song is How long did it take you to write that? Probably like an hour or two or something. Okay. Cause I was I felt I already had the beat. Okay. So I already felt it. So when I was writing, I was just writing. So it didn't take me long. Have you ever had a song that you was just writing and it put you in a place where you're just like, you're close to crying or something like that? Mm. Or just put you in I, a bag? Actually, I, th- I think it's it's, it's some of these songs on, on, on 404. It's some deep tracks on it. I like, the beats are just so good, so powerful. Like, this, yeah, Confessions of 404, yeah. I see that. Why, why, why conscious? Why conscious? Like, why, like, like, I, I just feel like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love conscious. Mm-hmm. But, why? Like, why, what, what makes you want to go that route? I think because I'm a, I'm an emotional person. Okay. I, I really am. I, I be deep in my feelings, whatever. Cool. I'm an emotional person, and I feel like it helps me relate more to okay. other people. Like, like, I think part of why I like Drake was because he's emotional, you know, gets yo. you in your friends, whatever, with a lot of his songs. And I, I listened to him for a long time, a lot of years. I was telling people, like, yo, so, Marvin's Room was my shit, kid. Like, that would put me in my bag. Like, I like the the other one. What's, what's the name of it? Where um, he was at, like, the top of the views. Oh, uh, views, yeah. I like views. Yeah. Views was deep. This and is why, a, you know why I like the, the new wave to, mm-hmm. like, the music? It's because I like that. That emo wave, you understand? Like, yeah. because I like you, I am an emotional person as well. Yeah. So, like, to be able to like express yourself, on yeah. Music and I feel like as an artist, this is what you're supposed to do. Artist, producer, whatever. Like, you should be able to express yourself and not right. be judged. Right. But you know, and, and that's in a perfect world. And it depends on how. Like, you know who started growing me? Um, Lil Baby. Because at first, you know. But then he, he came out with that song. I think it's called Emotional Something. Oh, that's her man, Lil Baby. Um, so, uh, learn how to get paid. Like, I was like, I heard that song and I felt it. Okay. And I'm like, I, I, I like it. I felt it. Also, um, what's his name? Juice World. Oh, Juice World, yes. Wishing Well. I, I heard that song for me. That song, and I, I don't, like, I like, I like this voice of certain songs, but like, I heard that, I'm like, he's basically that song was made me cry, cause I just felt what he was saying, what he was going through at the moment, and mm. you know, I deal with guys, I deal with that, so I like the most, of that. and and that's why for a long time, also like, I like Joe Buttons, like, all love lost, some love lost, no love lost, like, 
I felt what he was going through okay. on those tracks. Like I love the I love those albums. Like you don't talk about it, but working with it. um, you know with like substance abuse, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you had anybody who came to you and be like, yo, you've helped me through like these hard times? When um I had a couple clients call me afterwards, yeah. Okay. They'll call me, ask me something, like, thank you, thank you for everything you did, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, so after the fact, yeah. How did you they take do. that? Because I, uh, like, I feel like that's just, that's a feel-good moment. It makes you feel good. And, like, with the job I do, it it, it can be very rewarding, you know, mm-hmm. because you're you're dealing with real people. You're dealing with real situations. Like, stuff is real. It's not a joke. So, and it's... When I listen to the music, but actually working in the field, it's two different things. Like, like yeah, I have no idea what people are really going through. Yeah. Speaking of growth, I love asking this question, right? Uh, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Um, the last time I did something for the first time? I mean, music-wise, anything. Anything right now. Um, I'd say a couple months ago, probably two, three months ago, just I'll be honest, asking for a feature. <laughs> like Really? First time. You know what I'm saying? Asked so, for, they asked you for a feature? No, I asked the person. How was that? I was kind of building whatever and I asked them and it worked out. It went pretty smooth and it happened. Are you charging now, like for features or like Well actually, actually um uh, Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this, because this is the question. This is like the million-dollar question for artists or producers. How do you know when is the time for you to start charging for your work? I think once your quality gets better and once you really feel your growth okay and you're like all right i'm getting there and people are like yeah i like that that's going good and da, da, da. and also probably when people start asking to work with you you okay. know if they want like you know how much you try to blah, blah blah i think that's that's a good point too is when they start asking you and stuff yeah but no. but i think in my case it's the other way around i was asking somebody else if they could do a feature for me you know what i'm saying no, no, so, i know that but i mean like yeah. at the end of the day like you know it's still it's still a, 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 a it's still a million dollar question because yeah. I feel like sometimes an artist they they're skeptic on giving a price. You understand? Like, no, I'll give a price because okay. be honest, ain't nothing for free. Like, ain't nothing for free. That's a fact. It's, it's it's just it's just not. Um, but work with somebody. Yeah, I can work with somebody. So let's say I stay the price and they're like, uh, I, I work with them. Okay. You know, I can work okay. with them. So how was that though? You stepping out of your comfort zone, ask, asking someone for like for a feature? Oh my gosh! Like that was a million dollar situation for me because like I don't really know this person or anything. It's like I just like their music and everything, um, and I like this voice. And I was just like, hey, by the way, do you do features? And you know, so I sent them some tracks, and I was like, you know, let me know if you like any whatever. And he's like, yeah, I like such and such. I'm like, I. Right. But as the song is telling anyway, it was, it was a dope song. So it okay. was it was pretty dope. That's just us. That's just us. So it kind of flowed naturally. It went all right. It went smooth. I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know you're going the, the, the right direction when people can fuck with it and be like, yeah. Because I've, I've heard people be like, nah, I'm not giving a feature. Like, And, and it happens. And that's if 
maybe the per they don't like your music. They don't like they may not like it or can't vibe with it, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. If you would have said no, it would have been okay too, you know. You don't like it, you know, but when you get a yes, it's like Which one would you consider yourself more passionate with? Being an artist or producer? Producer. Producer? Producer. Because okay. I love making beats. Like I love putting sounds together and arranging it and just taking it from nothing to something. Shout out to you. Just mentioned the whole um, J uh, Hatch situation, how you're going to be working and doing that. I don't know if that's something you want to put out there. Um, Well, I'm going to just say this. Like, I, I try to stay very connected with the whole I Standard movement and stuff mm-hmm. that's going on. I mean, I wish I did it years ago, back in 2012 when he started. But, you know, I... I do I do it when I can. So I, I try my best to stay close with a lot of his events and stuff for producers and he's pretty dope. So nah, he definitely is. You know, I'm still, you know, networking, connected with him. So I'm gonna be around him next two days. He got something going on. So Okay. Yeah, I, I if you're a producer, link up with I stand it. Like they're good people. No, they definitely are. Definitely good are. I I went to networking. one of their shows like Yeah. I'm gonna say maybe like Four years ago or so, three or yeah, four years ago, probably. and yo, I, I fell in love with it. I was just like, this is so dope. Speaking, I do showcases, hip-hop showcases with artists. Yeah. So there's such a different vibe when yeah. you're just surrounded by producers. A whole room. Like, when I'm there, I'm like, oh, wow. All these producers. And it's, and it's even better when you see a couple females there, too. You know, you get a couple females be producing also but it, it yeah the whole i standard thing is dope and he used to do something called beat camps okay so i've been to one when he did beat camp new york beat camp la i was out there for that really? i go all the way out there yeah i stand it has some dope stuff going on so where have you traveled in reference to your music like um, in productions and stuff like that like I did B camp. I did um, the convention, ASCAP convention. Okay. I had wanted to do the Southwest by Southwest this year, but but those are the only ones I did so far. I've been to LA twice before okay. music related situation. You've, how you feel so. about LA, like their music scene? I love. I mean, I grew up listening to the yeah, West yeah. Coast first. Like, okay. I love Tupac, so like, okay, okay. I love the West Coast. And it's crazy because when I sponsor like my um. My videos and my songs and stuff, like, okay. my main audience is the West California. Nah. It's crazy. California, then it. Texas. I can see it. I can see that. I so I'm like, that. wow. I, not, I, love, I, love, I love LA. I like it out Texas there. Texas scene, their scene is dope out there as well. Those are my top two. Yeah. It's like California, Texas. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Nah, it's definitely, I think that, I think, I mean, you never know. What if, would you plan on moving out there? In the future, yep. Yeah? Yep. I'll, I'll, and it's so funny because, like, with California, I don't know much about L.A. I go right to Hollywood. You okay. know what I mean? I've been okay. to go right to Hollywood, maybe take an Uber over to Beverly Hills real quick. Yeah. And the thing, what I like about Hollywood is not that ex- it's not that expensive and all that. It depends on what you're doing. Like, okay. I don't spend a lot. They got a, they got a Popeyes out there. Like, no, they do. They do regular out there. I, I feel like they exp- I feel like they're expensive. I, but I went to L.A. I never really chilled in L.A. I just skip over and go straight to Hollywood. Okay, cause... I went out there for um, like two years ago during yeah. the Grammys. Um, I did a show out there. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, this uh, this uh, two day event out there. So, oh, um, okay, 
and it was super dope. I, I fell in love with LA. LA was dope. I love LA. Yeah. Their food was fucking. I, yo, I was like, what the hell? But I feel like it was expensive compared to New York. At, at the time, like I used to smoke cigarettes, right? So I went, I think, two years ago. So in Connecticut, Pack of Newport was like nine dollars. CVS, it was seven dollars, like six, seven dollars. I'm like, it's cheap out here. Really? Like certain. The, the liquor store out there in CVS. Have you ever been to the, the CVS out there? They have like alcohol in there. I didn't know that. This one what on I remember was that when I went out there, they were charging me at the time. They were charging me ten cents for a bag, and I was like, "Oh, they're doing that in they Connecticut do that now." Yeah, out here, but at the time, they do no, <laughs> they do that in Connecticut. Oh, like, they do that in Connecticut. Yeah, nah, that they, they, they was doing it out here in New York. I'm like, why? Yeah, they've been doing that in Connecticut. No, nah, I didn't know that. So when uh-huh. I went up there, I was like, let me get a bag. And he was like, 10 cents. 10 cent. I was like, 10 cents? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, 10 cents. I was like, 10 cents? I was like, for a bag? I said, yeah. they're charging New York for it. He's like, we're not in New York. And I was like. Right. Because Connecticut <laughs> charged 10 cents. Now, after COVID, they fell back a little bit. But you get a couple stores back on a ball. <laughs> like, 10 cents. Nah, I feel you. Like, whatever. How have you put yourself in the scene in Connecticut? Because Connecticut is not that bad. Not yet. There's a lot of trap music out there, though. I feel like it. I may be wrong, because you're more out there than I am. But from what I've experienced... You know you know what's crazy, too? It's like, I, I don't really go out... I don't really go out much. Like I try to do more of the music events and stuff like that. Like, every now and then, my friends want to go somewhere. I, I go somewhere, but... Okay. Actually, there was a spot out there, they, but they was playing a lot of New York music, which was, I was about, I don't know, shocked about this. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I got to work on that. I mean, I definitely work on your, you know, since you're in Connecticut. I'm talking about, like, the music scene. I, I don't know how the, like, I party scene out there, but the music scene. Um, I need to get in the music scene then. Like, I, yeah, now it's, you know, especially that you're a producer, like. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's one thing, like, it's hard to find a good producer, you know? And you're out there really putting in your, yo, you putting in the work. And when I say you're putting in the work, it's not that you're just producing the tracks and that's it. But you're actually taking the time to actually inform yourself and learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Learn what's the new wave. Learn other producers, you know, yeah. build and, and things like that. And um, I think the reason why I feel like that's so dope is because you usually find people, individuals, where they just feel like they, I, I know how to do it and that's it. And I, I'm so much and to I'm learn in life. Other people, but I'm like, bro, like, like, it's good to go to these, um, like these, like, what is it like? These segments, the uh, mm-hmm. are like the like. Like you going to ice, like well, dealing with ice standards, or you going yeah. to like, you know, it's just good to just put yourself out there and understand that yes, you're good, but you can be better. You got to network. You got to learn. Yo, and that's the thing. You have to yeah. network, and be- you have to put yourself in this community, mm-hmm. which is you produ- production yeah. and or artists, because you're yeah. as much as you're passionate with production, you are with being a producer. Should I say? Mm-hmm. You are an artist as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you're going the route. The, the, you're going the, the... I feel like you're doing the right thing. I think you're moving right. You're moving smart. 
your networking, you know, mm-hmm. for being a person like like you said, like you you're it's uh, is you stepping out of your comfort zone. You have it's not to. easy, bro. Is 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 not especially that you get older and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like, uh, but you just got to keep going. Got to get out to comfort zone. Just be confident. Just keep pushing. Nah, that's you dope. Know? I mean, I just want to say congratulations on on just overcoming a lot of the you know your the trials. Yeah. You know, um, for inspiring. For just mm-hmm. to, for even taking a taking it taking it upon yourself to, you know, like just do better. Cause, and I say that because it's like like you said, like yo, I want to put up my story. I, I I've talked about this whole substance abuse, you know, mm-hmm. and you want you you want to educate others on how to improve and not just go the the wrong route. You know, you've been there, done that. You understand? Right. Yeah. So I I, yeah. I applaud yeah. that. Dope. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I just I love the positivity of it, mm-hmm. you know, so continue striving, bro. Like, honestly, con- continue. Uh, I Don't am let just... life get the best of you, kid, because it's I feel like there's always going to be something. Of course, there's always going to be something. It, it is just got to just got to stay positive and just really keep pushing. Yeah, you, you, you have to be confident. Just really, really just stay consistent and keep pushing mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. For me, sometimes it is the age thing, but it's like, you no, know, I just gotta keep pushing. It is, I get there when I get there. You yeah. Know? Well, somebody t- said to me recently, um, matter of fact, on last weekend, they was just like, yo, um, like, they were like, yo, V, I'm taking the steps. Whether it's a slow steps or not, I'm still taking the, I'm still making those steps, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, better late than never, you know? Like, <sighs> So you gotta do it. Sometimes you have people who don't live; they don't live their true selves, live out their true story. You know, right. they, sometimes you can be a certain age, and sometimes people think they have it all, and that should be all a lie. <laughs> that's know? that's true too. That's that's definitely true. You know, you're yeah, true, like, I, like, I like, like to, I like to learn. That's just me, and that's good. I like to learn, so that's I want to learn and know everything. Like, I'm looking know? forward to this whole fall. Um, you know, confessional. I can't uh, wait. Confessions are full. Yeah, confessions are yeah, full. I'm so looking forward to that. You know, um, so. I'm looking forward to just listening to so. your, 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 expecting your, your visuals. You already mm-hmm. know once you get those visuals, you is on the eye shit. You understand? Yep. Yep. Like, yeah. you know, um, what else you have going on as far as like for those that are watching and they don't know, you know, like anything else, um, or where can they find your, your music, all that information? Um, as far as well, I'm with CD Baby, so I'm on iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube Music. Uh, Instagram is Crystal, so C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-A-L underscore thoughts. And I'm on Twitter, typing Crystal Thoughts, Facebook, Crystal Thoughts. Um, I'm just pretty much everywhere thinking about it. Yeah. It's on Spotify. It's, it's everywhere. Or Amazon Music. It's on everything. Crystal it's, Thoughts. Crystal. There's no possible way you can't find this woman, yo. Like, honestly, I, you're going to have you're gonna find her, her information in the description below. She's going to perform as well. I'm looking forward to that. Make some yep. motherfucking noise. Put that emojis on and everything, man. Crystal. Yeah. Um, it's a pleasure meeting you, having you here. Um, it's dope meeting you also. Nah, I, I, I truly... I truly 
am grateful for the support, you know. No uh, doubt. And I look forward to building more with you. Of course, definitely. You already know the vibe, definitely. man. Um, yo, definitely. We got Crystal Thoughts. She about to perform. Y'all know the vibes. <laughs>